0: Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all. Brian Baird here again, back from a short break. Uh, It was nice to get away for a few, and I do appreciate the time and the blessings of the good Lord to allow me to be able to do that. Uh, But I want to welcome you back to Truth is Truth podcast. Uh, I hope episode eight in my season one series finds you all doing well, and you are safe and blessed as these tumultuous times are upon us. I want to start out with what I normally end with and say, be of good cheer. God is alive and still in control. Do not be fooled by the world's ways. Jesus will come and as I continue to see these times and things develop. I feel the closeness of his return. I am prepared and will continue to look up as the Bible says. With that said, let's get into this episode with an update on what I see in the most recent happenings. What some call protest and others call chaos without rule of law. I have always believed without the rule of law, there will be chaos. And I think that has shown itself in recent weeks. Let's be real here for a minute. God created Adam and Eve and really gave them one rule of law. Do not eat of the tree of life in the center of my beautiful garden of which I have put under your watch. One rule, one tree, Out of all the beautiful creation, all the perfect fruit of the other trees, do not eat from the one. What did they do? Yep, ate from that one forbidden tree. We have many more rules of law than that, and the Israelites were given a few more rules after Adam and Eve were banished from the garden for the sin that they did. And think about this. Cain killed Abel, brother against brother, shortly after the new life began outside of the perfect garden. One broken rule started a whole new way of life and sin. Where are we now? We are so deep in sin and lawlessness that taking a person's life is an everyday occurrence. We have believed the liar, Satan, and his accomplices of this world and have fallen into the trap of godlessness and lawlessness. Chaos has ensued. I'm going to repeat the fact that there is only one race. If race is the word you choose to use, we all came from Adam and Eve, one physical father and mother, all created by God. We have different skin colors, yes, but that is from life adaption of geography, not race. We have different cultures from being dispersed in all areas of the world, but again, not race. It is skin color and culture differences. So you can argue all you want about this race issue, but I will not be dragged into it. This issue is just... As I see true atheism. If a person truly believes there is no God, then what is there to argue about? A true atheist need not worry about what I think as a believer, whether I pray, whether I have the Ten Commandments posted in my house or office. Whether I read and believe the Bible or anything else I do that represents the God that I worship. A true atheist will not care or be concerned at all because this God does not exist to them. What does it matter what I think or do? A true atheist should not care at all. You will only be concerned about what I think or do if you hate God or me and just want to be able to attack that belief. Common sense prevails in my thought pattern. I look at race or racism in the same way. I do not believe it exists. I do believe prejudice, hatred, and godlessness exist. I do believe sin exists. I do believe Satan and his demons exist. I do not care what color the skin of a person is. They are all one human race, again, if that is the word you desire to use. I call all of us God's creation and children. He created us all through Adam and Eve as he created all things. I do not look at any person any differently other than good or evil. That is the mankind that inhabits this world, good or evil. That is it. There are evil, prejudice, hateful people in this world of all skin colors and cultures are good honest caring loving people in this world as well with all skin colors and cultures with that said if you're one of these prejudiced hating people stop please stop doing the hurtful and hateful things you're doing stop hurting other people all people stop being prejudiced to each other stop hurting each other stop destroying each other's lives property please In my book, All Crimes Against a Person, God's Creation, are hate crimes. We try to separate those out, but there is no separation. There is no such thing as anything but a hate crime. Any crime committed is a hate crime. I don't care what color skin, what culture you are or come from, what you believe or don't believe. If you hurt someone in any way like this, it is hateful. God is the one we need to look to in all this. Let's see what he says and thinks about it. He has already seen what is going on. He has watched as we hurt his creation, all creation. He has seen us abuse and kill his creation. He has watched us abuse innocent, defenseless children and animals. He has watched us abuse and kill each other. He has heard the abusive words we use in all this. He has watched as we have murdered defenseless babies. He has watched the evil deeds we have done. He will be the judge. We all have been given the gift of God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness in Christ Jesus. All of us, all of his created, all of us people, all of mankind has been given that grace, mercy, and forgiveness if we accept his Son, Jesus Christ, as our Savior. We need not forget that. And I know I apologize Wow, did I get off course or what? Sorry, but evidently it needed to be said. Let's talk about what government should be under God and Christ as he sits on the right hand of God and is the government. As you heard from my last episode, man chose man to be authority over us instead of God. We have received what we have deserved ever since, and look where we are today. Government is not for the people and does not care about the average person. Government is self-serving and political. Government under God should be kind, loving, protective, and yes, non-prejudice, non-bias, and fair to all creation. This doesn't mean all will have the same, but those in power and authority over us, government, should be no different than us. If you look at our government today, you will see self-righteous, self-serving, selfish people who care only about what we can do for them. They want us to obey and be obliged to them. Most do not care and do not understand the servant attitude that this country, along with our Constitution, was built upon. God hates the sin, but loves the sinner. God also punished and corrected the people for the violation of his law, but again, his law was fair and just. Our government is not like this, but it should be. Government should be based solely on God's word. I see politicians claiming they believe in God, but destroy the content of his word. Yes, we all sin, but evil intent is not just sin. It is evil. Evil thoughts and action are directly against God. Government under God should be fair and just with no regard of stature, wealth, color, or culture. God created us all. Again, I say, God created all things. Listen, let's be clear and specific about God's word and government. Romans thirteen one through 7 is very clear. I will only quote verse one for this, but please read these scriptures so you see it for yourself Romans thirteen one through seven but Romans thirteen one says, "Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God, the powers that be are ordained of God in this scripture being subject to higher powers like a soldier's absolute obedience to his superior officer. scriptures make one exception to this command. When obedience to civil authority would require disobedience to God's word. This higher power is all positions of civil authority without regard to competence, morality, reasonableness, or any other event. Since God alone is the sovereign and only ruler of the universe, He has instituted four authorities on earth the government over all citizens, the masters over all employees, the parents over all children and the church over all believers. God instituted by allowing human government to reward good and to restrain sin in an evil, fallen world. Government is to reward good and justly punish evil. Government is supposed to protect all citizens from evil persons and doings. In this, God is clear about the relationship between the believer and government. We, believers, are to obey government and those of authority over us in this world. And the government is to treat us fairly and justly. When the government does not do what it should, we are still to do what we should and live up to our end. But when the government does something or asks or orders us to do something that is in direct disobedience to God's word, we are to disobey in confidence that the Lord will protect us. We are responsible and accountable to God to be sure. We are doing whatever we do in his will, not ours through prayer, reading, and understanding of God's instruction through His Word. Those in authority over us should also do the same. The government today, for the most part, is way out of touch with the instruction given by God. We who are believers need to stand against the evil destructions of our rights to live under God's authority and not man's, when man is in direct conflict with God's Word. Part of the problem I see is that we who are believers are more inclined to stay quiet and not be engaged and some of our church leaders are jumping on the bandwagon of those trying to bring evil to us. They are seductive in their approach, and as the word says, will fool many of the elect. Truth is, this is happening as I speak. Our faith in God's true word have been liberalized to allow these things to be accepted instead of rejected. This is the plan, and has been the plan of Satan and his demons since he was expelled from heaven to this earth. Please. Please open your eyes and heart to God's will in our lives. I truly believe when I am brought before Jesus to give an account of my life here on this earth that I will be more ashamed of what I did not do for God that I should have done. The opportunities missed or squandered to tell people the truth about God and to proclaim Christ to all I encountered. God gave us one thing to do, tell all about Jesus and his gospel. In that we will find our way to worship God. We do not all have the same purpose in this life other than telling people about Jesus. Other than that one main purpose, we all have different directions and usefulness in life. If we have been called into the purpose of government, we need to be involved in that purpose as a servant of God. Again, we asked for a king or government and God allowed it. But God expects us to be an authority as a servant. Jesus was the example of this his whole life here on earth. Jesus, the all-powerful God, came to serve. Jesus washed the feet of the disciples as an example to us. Even the disciples knew they should be washing his feet, not him washing theirs. But Jesus was showing servitude to his Father God and to God's creation. Government, if established and dedicated to God, will serve with that type of heart and attitude. I don't see this type of servitude in most elected officials today, and some have been around for too many years. They have mocked and are mocking our Creator, and He will respond in judgment. That is clear in the Bible. I really don't understand why God has not responded before now, but that's His call, not mine. It is his grace and mercy, I think, that is waiting for that one last soul to accept the gift of God through Jesus Christ. If we compare our country today to Sodom and Gomorrah, we better wake up. In conclusion of this episode, I will boldly say that our government in almost all areas has failed us. They have failed to protect the innocent and judge the evil and have in most cases legitimized the evildoers and allowed the people doing the evildoings to be successful in the destruction of good to this country. They have ultimately failed in protecting the people who need protection, the good people who are trying to do right and live in peace with God's ways. They have stood idly by or in some cases have aided those evildoers. Shame on them to be the leaders of weakness toward the God that has given them the great responsibility to protect and serve his creation. And unfortunately, I have listened and watched as some church leaders have fallen into this reformation in our churches and disregarding the truth of God's word so as not to be offensive to those evildoers. Why? Are you afraid of the evildoers more than you fear God? Do you not believe in the protection of God on his saints? Or are you just trying to fit in to the society of Sodom and Gomorrah as Lot did. How did that work out for him? Stop liberalizing God's word and truth and stand up while you can. Stop kneeling to these evildoers and stand up. Trust me, we will have plenty of kneeling to do when Jesus returns, so don't waste your time kneeling to man. Save it for the one and only true living God. We can, in our will, stand against these evildoers and doings of this world but we will not be able to stand before God. We will be brought to our knees in worship of him in his will. I, for one, will kneel to no man. I will kneel to pray. When someone kneels at the playing of our national anthem, which by the way, only stands under God, those who have given their lives have done it for love of country and God. Do not insult the giving of those lives and families of those who have lost those brave men and women. I don't care what war it was that took their lives or took most of their life. One time, just one time, as some of these people kneel for our national anthem, I would like to see the person in charge say, while you're down there, let's pray as we kneel to our God in this blessed country. I dream big, but that would be awesome. I would say, there's your sign. Sorry, folks, but this believer is not going to be quiet. I know this is harsh, but I'm watching as we scoff at and mock my God. Remember, they hate us because they hate God. He will avenge us for his sake. And wake up, believers. Look to the sky for the Lord's return. Live every day knowing that he will return soon, very soon. Praise God for that. Christ, please come. I have prayed, meditated, and struggled with this episode more than anything I have written previously, but God has made it clear that I am to tell the truth as is given to me, and that is what I will continue to do as long as I have a breath left in me. Please pray for me as we look for our Redeemer to return. I will start working quickly on my next episode, as episode 9 of season 1 will be another story of how God brought me to the place that I should be to serve Him. And yes, it involves animals. That is all I will say for now. Hopefully you will listen and again as we move forward in the truth of God's Word. And I want to say here, my intent is not to offend anyone. That is not what I want to do. But I will say this, and this is just truth, and truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. Sometimes the truth offends And if telling the truth offends, then maybe you should listen. Every time I go to church, it seems like I get offended. My soul gets offended. Not because of the truth, because I know that I'm not living the way I should. As we all should feel. But that's called conviction. And that is good. That is the Holy Spirit convicting us to try to do better, to try to do right, to try to live the truth. And he convicts us so that we understand and learn. So if anything is offending you and what I've said, it is the truth from God's word. So be convicted and then do something about it, please. Pray to God, find out what he wants you to do about it and then do that. And you will receive a blessing for doing what God has you to do. And right now, we could all use a blessing from doing the right thing. So as we move forward and as we continue, these stories and truths that I bring to you, I ask that you just consider praying, reading, and meditating on God. And see where that takes you, please. It will be good for all of us. And again, thanks for listening. For those who are listening, be of good cheer. God is our king. May God bless you as you live in his will. See you next time. Toodles.